0: Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 10th. This is episode number 935. It's a continuation of a conversation we were having on Monday regarding homeschooling. Today, we're gonna tackle a little bit of a different aspect of it, talk about the legality of homeschooling, what's happening in the district that you might be living in right now. We'll talk a little bit about curriculum, a little bit about co-ops, and a lot about socialization. Stick around. I think you're gonna be encouraged. So hope you guys are doing good today. Uh, it seems like, you know, I can't get enough news out on the podcast because the news changes so quickly. So before we continue our conversation on homeschooling today, a couple places that you guys can find me. I'm over at Heidi St. John, the busy mom on Facebook. And usually as things are breaking or as I want to talk about something, I will do a live video over there. I am also creating a new platform over at All Social with the goal, hopefully, of eventually being over there more full-time. And so if you haven't created an account at all social, I'm gonna link back to it in the show notes today. One of my frustrations with Facebook and with Instagram, who is owned by Facebook, is the continuing censorship of voices that they don't like. So it has nothing to do with truth. It has everything to do with a particular point of view that the social media companies are pushing. And several of my posts have been censored because people will send me images like, I can't see your post. Instagram has covered it up, called it false information. And uh, I'm not sharing false information, of course. It's just that Facebook doesn't like it. So if you want to go to a social media platform that's committed to free speech and allowing voices to be heard, follow me over at All Social. Again, I'm, it's a slow build because it's hard to get people to move from a platform that they're used to, but uh, I've made a decision to actively try. So check it out at allsocial.com and just search for my name. I'll link back to it in the show notes today. Also, we are 10 days into our brand new study. It's actually a summer series that we're doing at Momstrong International. So we're we are doing a study called Even Now stand. And it's an encouragement to you as we study the lives of people in the Bible who stood for righteousness and truth under very trying circumstances. And I think we can all relate right now. So you can check it out, momstronginternational.com. This is a great time to join. I want to say we're about 16,000 strong over there now of women who are in the word and getting to know his word. It's very important right now that we are committed to truth in the culture, to be able to speak the truth in love. And one of the reasons that I want to talk about homeschooling is because it's become part of the cultural conversation that we're having. And uh, last Monday, I had my friend Shannon Harrison and Zan Tyler on the show with me, and we gave kind of an introduction to homeschooling. And today I'm gonna do that again. I wanna continue the conversation. Uh, Both Zan and Shannon are consultants with Precepts, uh, and you guys are gonna love the information. They are working with Homeworks by Precept, and these are women who can come alongside you, answer your questions on homeschooling, help you get started, pick you up off the floor when you need it, talk you down out of a tree when it's necessary. And believe me, sometimes it's been necessary in my own life. And uh, so I want to continue that conversation today. I know you guys are going to be encouraged. Shannon and Zan, welcome back to the show. Thank Thank you,
1: Patty. It's great to be here. I want to pick
0: up the conversation that we were having on Monday about homeschooling and kind of talking to the mom who was scared to homeschool, wasn't sure what she could um, expect for a time commitment, where can she begin to even look to know how to start, all those kinds of things. Today, I wanna take a little bit of a different, Angle. Something that is frustrating me and it is a continuation of a lie that we are seeing perpetrated in the culture. And the lie is parents can't do it. The lie is parents can't do it. The, homes, the public school system can do it better. And what I'm hearing and even seeing in the news right now are that there are school districts, parents are calling and saying, what's going on? Like I'm thinking about homeschooling, what do I do? And they're actually telling these parents, you can't homeschool, you can't pull your kids out of school. And I'm seeing this over and over in the news. So Zan has had a long and storied history (laughs) fighting for homeschool freedom. And I was thinking, Zan, you would be a great person to address this right now because there are a lot of parents listening to this who have been considering homeschooling finally decided to take the plunge only to call their district and be discouraged. So can you kind of bring us up to speed on what's happening and what we can do about it?
1: Yes, absolutely. First, let me just give the good news, which is homeschooling is now legal in all 50 states. Each state has a different law. There are three categories of laws, but in every state it's legal. And Heidi is right. School districts right now um Not all, but many school districts right now are not being responsive to parents. First, they have their hands full trying to figure out how in the world they're going to meet CDC guidelines come fall. Secondly, I think they're scared of losing so many students that they're going to lose their schools in some and a lot of their funding. So we want to put you in a position where you're independent of your school district in making this decision. Now, some people will have to go through their school districts to be approved. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, So if you will go to a website, uh, it's it's for Homeschool Legal Defense Association, and the website is hslda.org. Again, Homeschool Legal Defense Association, hslda.org. It will give you everything you need to know about the legality of homeschooling. If when you get to the website, you click on community, then you can click on state and local organizations. And I would encourage you each to go to your state organization, talk to somebody in your state, who can tell you the nuances of the law, maybe there's a church oversight option, maybe there's a private school option where you never even have to interface with your local school district. So make sure you are well-versed in your law before you start, and that's not hard. 35 years ago, when we started homeschooling, I was threatened with jail. The legal aspects were hard. Now it's just a matter of doing a little bit of digging on your part. It will liberate you. Don't be intimidated by this. Uh, so, So I would just encourage you to know your law. Then you're gonna find out, do I have to do testing? Do I have to interface with the school district? In South Carolina, we actually worked very, very hard. This is just a for instance. We have um, the organization Joe and I started back in 1990, the South Carolina Association of Independent Homeschools, too long, skays. Um, but we are actually written in the law as an alternative to public school supervision, and now there are other uh, um, associations in South Carolina like it. So you never have to go through the public schools. Many, many states have an option not to go through your public schools. If you have an option, don't go through the public school. Yeah, um, I agree.
0: I agree and also what you're doing is you're you're setting a whole lot of people free right now. Because I want to reiterate something you said was really important. Don't be intimidated by the public school system. I hear from a lot of parents who are calling and they're saying, "Listen, I I I called down to my education service district and they said, uh, this is a terrible time to pull your kids out of school." You know, and and we're hearing people are are being uh, frightened into feeling like they're doing something illegal. And I want to reiterate what you said: homeschooling is legal in all fifty states, and you don't need the district's permission to pull your kids out and homeschool them. Right?
1: Right. That's right. Now, there's some states where you still have to apply through the public schools. That's why I want to make sure you go to HSLDA first and your state organization first, because they can tell you how to do it. So that you have legal pr- uh, protection and alternatives, so yeah, you don't right. you don't have to be alone in this battle. I guess that's what I'm saying. The major battles have been fought for you. You just need to do a little bit of homework. And like Heidi said, do it joyfully. Don't be intimidated by that. It's not hard. And if you know a homeschool mom, call her. She can tell you what she did. But we don't. We really don't want you to be bound to your school district that's not going to support what you're doing. No, that's
0: absolutely right. And when when you and I have been working, we know everybody over at HSLDA and I know that they're trustworthy and they will link you back to your state organization. I think it's very important for parents to be supporting the state organizations who are really the front lines for protecting your right to homeschool. And uh, that's certainly the case here in Washington State. I know know that that's the case around the nation. So I appreciate, uh, Zan, I appreciate you highlighting that. I think it's so important. So Shannon, let's talk to the mom right now who is uh, I think she she might be feeling a little bit frustrated or intimidated by the conversation around curriculum and let's steer her back to why it's so important to focus first on the heart of her child and why that character uh, factor is so important and how she can weave it in throughout her homeschool day
2: one of the things for us Heidi that we looked for when we first started homeschooling was we wanted a Christian curriculum because We wanted first to reinforce Bible principles, but as we homeschooled longer, we began to understand the importance of not just Christian, but very strong biblical integration, that it's not just getting knowledge, but having wisdom. How do you apply the knowledge? And really, the whole reason that we educate our children is to be, you know, the Bible tells us to have dominion over the earth, and we're following his command. And if your kid is the smartest person in the world and they don't know Jesus, then, you know on the earth they may feel like a success but it's eternity that really matters and you know teaching your kids that you know being kind one to another and you know helping one another and and just sometimes you have to step away from you know the math fact and focus on the attitude if that's it's, it's more important to get the attitude correct than that math fact correct sometimes
0: Yeah. Yeah. And well, and the Bible teaches us that the goal ultimately is wisdom, right? It's not knowledge. Wisdom is being able to correctly apply the things that we're learning. And I'm always telling audiences, hey, you want to see a really good example of how we failed our kids Uh, cruise around the campus at California State Berkeley and talk to some of these kids, really smart kids with no wisdom, right? And so we want to be able to instill wisdom in our our children. Zan, I want to talk about, curriculum for just a second with you. Uh, This is a very, very nuanced question. There are a lot of different ways that we can uh, teach our children, a lot of different options. And I'm looking at questions here from parents who are saying, listen, I just want somebody to tell me what to do. Where do I start? So Zan, let's start uh, maybe talking about the three groups, like the beginning, you know, got elementary school, middle school, and high school, and really quickly talk a little about curriculum and what parents can be looking for to help them make a wise choice.
1: Sure. The first thing I want to say is regardless of whatever curriculum you choose, the curriculum is the tool and not the rule. And so we want you to have freedom to choose curriculum that you like, but know that at the end of the day, you're the master of the schedule and you can see what your children know and don't know where they need help and where they don't need help. So that's just a little caveat to to get us started. Um, Sometimes the idea of packaged curriculum gets a bum rap in the homeschool community, but let me tell you some of the benefits. Um, As an example, BJU Press Homeschool would probably be considered a packaged curriculum because we cover K-4 through high school all subjects. You have the parent directed textbook uh, way of teaching, and then you have the video courses. And so, with, and then you've got all kinds of teacher helps that are immersed and intertwined with the curriculum and the benefit of the biblical worldview. I just cannot express enough to you, reiterate our conversation about having a curriculum that reinforces and builds up, shores up the biblical worldview you want your kids to have. So as you look at a pre or a packaged curriculum, the one thing you want to make sure is that you can get support and help with it. And I think that's where um, you you just want to see what kind of support there is behind the curriculum. We've talked about that a little bit before. The homeschool moms that are consultants with uh, homeworks uh, with the BJU Press curriculum are just available 24 hours a day, and you can reach them at homeschoolhelp.com/slash map. So, I would say that the benefit of the package curriculum is it gives a new homeschooler a place to start. You're not having to create the wheel. There are people out there that will use eclectic things, some of BJU Press, some of another, they write their own curriculum. Sometimes, when you're just getting started, You need the comfort of a curriculum that is well put together and you know it's going to cover your bases.
0: Yeah, that's good. And it's going to kind of handhold you for a while. And I think that's really important. Uh, I had uh, our friend Renton Rathbun on the show with me a couple of weeks ago, and he really highlighted the importance of a biblical worldview. How do we get our kids ready for college, ready to go out into the world? And and a lot of them, they're going to have their worldview challenged on purpose, right? By these college professors. And so that's important. If you have, if you guys missed that show, uh, I'll link back to it in the show notes today or you can just Google Heidi St. John Podcast Renton rathbun fantastic apologetic for why a biblical worldview is so important so it's important for parents when you go to check to a choose curriculum you want to choose a curriculum that's going to enforce that biblical worldview and teach them from a perspective of following god and obeying his word and seeing the world that god made through the lens of the creator Rather than, we we don't worship the creation, we worship the creator. And that's the importance of a Christian curriculum. Uh, One of the things I really love about what you guys are doing. Another mom's asking about state testing. We didn't really touch on this uh, in the legality part of it, but I want to really quickly. She's asking about, Online testing for state testing. I think it varies, doesn't it, Zan? From uh, from state to state,
1: it does. Some, if you have to go through your school districts, you may have testing requirements. Some states will uh, allow you to do a portfolio examination or assessment with a public school teacher. I think that's the case in Pennsylvania. So, um, but in in, for instance, in our state in South Carolina, where we are a private organization, we still encourage to get their, their. for people to have their kids tested, not every year, every other year, every three years, along those lines. And now it's wonderful because we have standardized testing we can offer online that the parents can actually administer. And if people want uh, help with that, they can go to BJU Press Homeschool and look for online testing. Uh, it, it has been a great help to our homeschooling organization. Now with COVID, people don't want to get together at test sites to take this. right. And, and, you know, let me just say that there is some value in standardized testing. When I was a new homeschooling mom, I had to take my kids to a classroom they had never been in with kids they had never seen and a teacher they had never met to take a standardized test that would determine whether we could homeschool the next year. And um, that was awful. To me, that is profaning the meaning of standardized test. Uh, The real notion behind standardized testing is that we find out what our kids know and what they don't know, where they're lacking, where they're doing great, where you might want to shore up the math or those types of things. So don't be afraid of the testing, but make sure you're doing it when you can in a private setting. So those test scores are actually benefiting the homeschooling process, supporting you and supporting your kids.
0: Yeah, and I would echo that. In Washington State, they require us to test our kids every year, which I think is a little on the ridiculous side, but I don't mind the test because it's a little bit, it kind of helps me see where I'm doing well with the kids, where they need me to maybe um, emphasize next year. So if they're uh, reading comprehension, perhaps, if that comes back and it's a little on the low side, I know, oh, I gotta beef this up next year. And so it helps parents, I think, kind of get a good grasp on where their children are at and uh, to be able to, to kind of stay in there with their kids. Uh, really quickly, Shannon, I was gonna ask you about, I wanna kind of pivot to uh, socialization for just a minute, to talking about co-ops and things like that. Once that once we've got a, a grasp on uh, curriculum, now we, we pivot to the big question of socialization, what do you say to the parents who are like, I don't know but although now that you kind of put it up against the Rona, you know, and the, the <laughs> ridiculous guidelines that the CDC is saying, this is what we're going to have, you know, st- you have your kids stand on a dot, wear a mask to school. We're going to turn our kids into psychopaths, you know, not, uh, not knowing how to interact with each other. And now more than ever, I would say homeschooling is a great option for uh, socialization. Shannon, what do you say?
2: I say, with our kids, uh, church was our number one place of socialization. That was a big part of it for our kids. Uh, I started a, a homeschool group in my community on Facebook. It's up to over 300 people now, and it's just people say, hey, we're having a park day. Someone will say, hey, we're going to have a mom's night out. One year, I did a science fair, I said, anybody want to join our science fair? Here's the criteria, criteria, and you know, really, it was that they are able to meet other homeschoolers. And it wasn't a big time commitment. If you want to start something like that, you can decide how much you want to put into it. But I just opened a platform for people to connect. And yeah. um, one of one of our strongest families at church, we met through um, a homeschooling group. I was new in town and this lady was new in town. And we had called and we we're looking for someone's kids the same age. And we got together. And then about three months later, they decided to start coming to our church. And, you know, because we met as homeschoolers. and have become really good friends, and there's so many opportunities out there that kids are going to find friends. That's just kids are kids. They play at the park, and my kids will, when they were little, they would always come home with a new, I have a new best friend. Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) So And then eventually that new best friend turns into a spouse. I mean, ask me how that happens. You know, that happened that that also that also happens. One other thing I wanted to touch on really quickly before our time is up is we're getting lots of questions from people saying, Hey, have you ever homeschooled your nieces or nephews, other people's children? I know Shannon, you've got experience with that. Can you touch on it for a minute?
2: Yes. In our state, you're not allowed to homeschool anyone outside of your immediate family my brother-in-law and sister-in-law asked me to help them with their son. So they would get his assignments and everything ready. He would school at my house and then he would go home and his parents would check his work and do his test, you know, and quizzes and check those things. So depending on what your state laws are, you know, it is able to be able to be a help. And really I was just there to watch, make sure he was safe, you know, feed him lunch. You know, if he had a question he could ask and, um, it, he was really very independent. He used uh, the BJU Press Homeschool video courses, and so um, it was like sometimes we didn't even know he was there because <laughs> he was just so, so quiet. Did you, you just know? say that out loud? <laughs> I hope my sister-in-law doesn't listen.
0: <laughs> no, but well, I think I think the point that you're making is y- you can absolutely do. You can come alongside and you can help and uh there are so many great resources i know that uh homeworks has great resources to help you help somebody else who is not wanting to put their kids back in school right now
2: yes and a lot of i've got moms at work and and their bosses will let them bring their kids they'll have a room at the at their office and they bring their kids and they yeah. put them in the office in the room and they they do their video classes when they need help they'll they'll come in and say hey mom you know, I need help and the mom can do their work. You know, it it is definitely 100% able to be done.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think it offers hope and encouragement to the mom who's going, I just, I, I still am not entirely sure. Uh, so Zan, so to the mom who's still just like, I just don't even know if I'm cut out for this. I don't even know if I can do it. If you had just a parting word of encouragement for her as to the validity of homeschooling and how it works and what it's been like in your life and for tens of thousands of people that you've been able to talk to for the last 35 years, what would you say?
1: I would just remind these moms that homeschooling works. It works academically and educationally. If you look at our test scores, the the average for nationally standardized test scores. Homeschoolers are scoring between the 76th and 99th percentile on average. That means we've moved the whole bell curve over a quartile because the average score for public school kids is the 50th percentile. That is really academic excellence and achievement at its best. College recruiters are actively recruiting homeschool kids, not only for their test scores, but because as one admissions counselor says, they bring an educational vitality to the classroom that is unmatched. They haven't been burnt out by years of institutional schooling. So I want to alleviate your fears that you're going into the great unknown when you start homeschooling. We have years and years and years under our belts now that show homeschooling works academically, and it doesn't just work okay, it works well. When we're looking at a way to disciple our children as believers in Christ, as Christ lovers, I will tell you it meets that Deuteronomy 6 standard and challenge of being with our kids all the time, talking them to talking to them about the Word, about Christ, about how Christ is, uh, impacts every part of our lives. When we lie down, when we get up, when we go to soccer practice. When we're fussing and fighting over algebra problems, it just homeschooling works because we are together and we are talking to our children constantly about mundane things in the light of eternity. So I I can't encourage you enough to, to, to enjoy homeschooling and to know that what God ordains, He will bless and He has ordained parents to teach their children. Yeah,
0: that's absolutely right. It's a biblical principle. And I praise God. The one thing in the Rona that I praise God for is parents are going, you know what, maybe I should be taking responsibility for the education of my child. And we're just here to say, you guys can do this. If Heidi St. John, who cannot keep houseplants alive, can homeschool seven children, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. And uh, I know, Zan, that's also been the message on your heart. I want to thank you guys for for joining me today. Uh, I know that we lost Shannon a few minutes ago because her phone died. Poor girl. She's at the hospital uh, taking care of her mom today. So it was sweet that she was able to come on as long as she was. And uh, Zan, I really appreciate you taking the time to come and just encourage people. If they want to find you and find uh, homeworks and get some help getting started, uh, I want to end by just kind of giving them a shout out and telling them where's a great place to go.
1: Okay, they can find homeworks and the consultants at homeschoolhelp.com forward slash map. If you go to that particular page, you can click on your state, find out about homeworks events in your area, and also that will connect you with a consultant that you can get in touch with today. If anybody would like to connect with me personally, uh, they can do that at zantyler.com, and I also have information about BJU Press and homeworks on my um, website as well. I love it. So I've actually
0: pulled it up and, uh, and it's amazing. I mean, you guys have consultants literally everywhere. Yes, and uh, everywhere. really, that's, it's really exciting. I mean, I looked at, I clicked on my state and there are consultants all over the state of Washington. So if you guys are interested in just getting some help and getting up off of the floor of the Rona and trying <laughs> to make a plan. This is a great opportunity for you to do that. Zan, you know, I love you, girl. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And thanks everybody for listening. As always, please leave reviews for this podcast. It's your reviews that are helping get the podcast out to literally hundreds of thousands of people. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you've got show ideas, if you've got a question you'd like to see addressed, uh, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday, fill out the form and the staff will take a look at it. Thanks for listening today, everybody. Have a great day and I'll see you back here on Friday.